welcome back to another episode of Bobcast, where I interview outliers who are breaking the mold in some way, regardless of the status quo. My name is Ryan Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop, and I've been building this podcast for about four years now. And today on the show, we have a returning guest, Young Benny. Young Benny is a lyricist, songwriter, rapper. He hasn't been doing it for his entire life. He actually transitioned from a career, a promising career in football and athletics. He's a personal trainer as well, but transitioned out of there to dedicate his entire life to this music. I met him originally at a Mad Mind show, something that I've mentioned many times on the podcast, so if you'd like to check that out, go to the Turkish Royale episode, and we talk all about Mad Minds and what that is as a collective, but I met Benny there, he performed, and I just knew that he had something, and since then, since I met him, since I had him on the podcast the first time, we've just hit it off and had an absolutely incredible conversation today as well as the one we had a year ago so don't hesitate to search his name up and go find that older episode with young benny as well this one is a true follow-up and also a wide-ranging conversation about music about his life about the struggles of being an artist right now so i'll leave you with that appreciate you tuning in make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening at that's the best way to support the show for free. Now let's get to the show with Young Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast. Today on the show for the second time, the two-peat. We're going to do a three-peat, two, four-peat. I mean, it's going to go on forever. Of course. It's never going to end, man. That's how we do it. Yeah, man. I have the returning guest, the reigning guest, Young Benny, on the show. How are you, what bro, up, man? What up? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, man. We just talked for about an hour beforehand, too. Just <laughs> it's getting a little wavy up here, too. Yeah, it's getting a little wavy. It's getting a little... Dude, hey, we don't know what we're going to... We might be a little dicky by the end of this. I don't know. <laughs> we know how we feel about that. <laughs> yeah, man. 100%. <laughs> Nobody's ever compared us to him. How crazy is that? Uh, yeah. Surprising. It's amazing. Yeah, I've never gotten it before. Yeah, it's wild, man. But um, Benny, listen, man, there's going to be some people that, uh, and to everybody who did watch the episode with Young Benny, which did get some views on YouTube, um, they might know who you are. But for anybody who doesn't know who you are, just if you want to just spend a minute or two, whatever you want to do, but talk about what you do, who you are, you know, maybe where you're at now, and you know the deal with the podcast. We're just going to roll. Yeah, no, nah, man. I'm uh, just, you know, artist from New Jersey trying to, trying to make it big. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to be at the top of the game. I want to be known. I want to be a household name. So this is, uh, you know, I'm just grinding, grinding away, man, making music, trying to get as many shows as possible and, you know, just going through it, you know, Dude, keeping that's it. it rolling. And I'll say trying just, to always advance, you know, every time I come back, I want to be a different level. And I feel like I'm a little bit further along than I was last year when I came on. So. I agree with that, and I've seen it as well. Um, and I've seen your perform since then, which has been another indication to me of your dedication to the craft and also your ability. I The first time, I'll add some context with a contrasting scenario. The first time I saw you was you were performing at the Mad Minds in Boonton at Boon Tunes. Boon Tunes. And yeah. to give, if you look up Turkish Royale Bobcast, you're going to, You'll you'll get a lot more context on it as to what Mad Minds is, but it's a collective of artists who perform together. We bring people out to the shows. We 
there's there's fans there there's a ton of artists there um probably one of the best artist ex- experiences that you can go to in terms of performing in front of people where you don't feel the pressure of a showcase or or something like that it's it's for artists by artists type of thing and I, I will comment yeah it's it's probably the best if not the best uh showcase and uh for in North, in, in New Jersey I think that's going on really mm-hmm. you know I, I like what he, I like what Royale does with that mm-hmm. I, my, a friend of mine, uh, his name's Luis, goes by Beto Music. He has a podcast now in Booton, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to him today. I recommended you to be on. I said, listen to our podcast, my podcast with Benny, and and you'll probably end up being on his show. Cool, thanks. Um, yeah, anytime, man. Um, but I recommended him to. I recommended Turk to him as well. Mm-hmm. He had Turk on the podcast today, and he said, "I didn't realize till I was in the interview that he was the guy who does Mad Minds." Yeah, and. People, what I was exp- explaining to Luis too was people don't understand how hard it is to get hundreds of people to a show. They're not all hundreds of people, but Turk has gotten 500, 700 people, and I'm not exaggerating, to the, some of those bigger shows. It's hard to get 10 people to a show. You talk about getting hundreds of people to a collective event that's not put on by a promoter who's famous. Yeah, no, he does his thing. Man. He's got a, he's got it's a following, crazy. bro, and he's got a strong following, and mm-hmm. he's a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's always looked out for me. Even like you know, last show he had at the distillery, I wasn't a headliner, but he reached out. He's like, "Yo, man, like come by and do like a, a two song set mm-hmm. or one song." You know, he's always just looking out. So mm-hmm. it's he's a good dude, man. I appreciate Turkish Royale for real. Yeah, and it's not about that. Makes you realize too. It's not about the numbers, the followers, the like, none of that shit. It's about the dedicated people who locally will pull up. And that's what I say. A friend of mine, AK40 Devin, he's been on this podcast twice. I've done a lot of stuff with him. Um, he has performed with Turk many, many times, been in the game for a long time. Yeah. His live performance is not like anything you've ever seen, but you wouldn't know who he is. But there's artists who have X amount of plays who perform live and you're like, this is beat. Mm. And that's something that like I now value after seeing so many of these performances, your performances included, I now value that performance side over a spot of the amount of Spotify monthly listeners you have, you know, it's, they both have value, but there's no, you, you, Benny, young Benny, the rapper, is worth way more in front of people than you are on a Spotify. I love your music and I have it saved. I listen to it on a weekly appreciate, basis. Appreciate that, man. Thank, yeah, for real, thank you. Yeah, anytime, man. Um, I want to talk about Strawberry too before we get out of here <laughs> yeah, today. Little vibe. Um, but I, you're li- I the first time, and this comes back to the point that I was originally going to make, which is the first time I saw you perform was at Mad Minds, and you came up and you spit like a freestyle with like a beat behind it. You didn't even have the track behind it. Mm-hmm. I remember, and you're just spitting your thing. And I, I'm like, this dude's doing something, man. I'm like, this guy, you had an energy, and you were spitting your shit, 100%. But you had an energy about you. And I mentioned that on our first podcast, however long ago that was. And now we're here today, and I've seen you live with a crew, with like an entire set, a full performance. Yeah. And th- it's just been, it was really fun for me to see that, just as a genuine fan... I'm gonna also I'm also your friend, but as a genuine fan too, to be to watch that kind of progression. And now that's something that is a massive part of your life in terms of you just had a performance um, a few days ago, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, last week. 
what now is what has you don't have to cover everything that's changed for you but like what stands out to you from maybe the difference between doing your freestyle at one of those mad minds versus the type of performances that you're doing now Oof. um yeah man that's like a big gap um i feel like just i got more comfortable with myself on stage um i've i've realized that you know through my first few shows that i always felt like no one wanted to hear me for some reason you know what i'm saying like but now i feel like people are actually tuning in and they're coming they're listening to what i'm saying like sometimes i feel like when i was up there i was just rapping whatever you know i'm like doing my songs and I didn't realize at the time that like the impact that I was having on certain people through certain songs like nothing is forever or I hope this helps or hard work like I feel like you know now it's just like people are actually tuned in and they want to hear me and I believe that they want to hear me mm-hmm. I think that's the, the, they've probably always wanted to hear what I had to say mm-hmm. you know or they're they're definitely engaged when they're on the stage but it was more of the confidence of actually like you know listen Ben they they're listening to what you're saying and they want to hear you like why do you believe otherwise like you know I have confidence issues with with that or just insecurities for some reason that I'm not like you know people are just bobbing their head to to make me feel good but no nah, they're actually listening man like when I actually left that uh the last Mad Minds event when I did that one song set with uh through Turk or whatever he gave me that that shot I left and uh this one dude DM me and he was like bro you got it like and it was just like you know that one dm you know what i'm saying like you know it's just i didn't know who he was he didn't, he didn't know who i was until he saw me on stage and it was just like i think my stage presence has gotten better i feel like my content of song has gotten better the meaning has gotten better i've learned how to like kind of diversify what i want to go get across you know what i'm saying how i'm feeling um you know i can make a sad song i can make a slow song i can make a sing song i can make a vibe like strawberry like we're going to talk about or a let's link type of song and I can get you pumped up and I just feel like I've kind of like I haven't mastered it yet but I'm like and I, I don't want to ever master it to be honest with you I want to always just be a work in progress and I feel like when you master something there's no other possibility that you could do with it mm-hmm. I mean yeah you could you can ma- you do things with it but I think that um I don't know I just feel a little more swaggy and a little more confident like like young Benny you know what I'm saying like for a while I had a you know find who young benny was you know there's definitely a difference between benjamin and young benny and i'm starting to feel it a little bit like like more benny more and more every day and more and more every time i touch the stage so you know that's what i'm just trying to accomplish when i'm out there man and we know you as young i don't know you as benjamin benjamin or ben or i know you as young benny yeah and that's what i want you know i don't that's who i want to be you know what i'm saying when i sometimes when i listen back to what i'm when i'm singing or whatever song i got it's uh, it's like damn, this motherfucker's like going, he's saying something right now. Like literally, I've I've sat back. I'm like, like you know, just like what the fuck? Do you? Think I can't it, believe I felt like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you think it helps to have a persona of Young Benny versus if you? Uh, do you mind mentioning your full name? Benjamin Guarino. Guarino. Yeah. Pretty good name too. In terms of, I don't know, Guarino is pretty unique too. Yeah. Um, or you get like uh. Dude, yeah, Trey, look up uh, Rick Ross, the rapper. Look up his actual name. I'm forgetting it. If anybody knows it, you know, feel free to... But I, I, it's it's pretty good. Look up his actual name. But do you think that it's something... Um, do you think that you having a young Benny versus you having a Benjamin Guarino 
do you think that having two separate kind of entities, like, do you think that helps you kind of get out of your regular I'm bedroom and grow, you know, like day to day, I'm going to the store and, you know, checking out and doing my normal day to day things. Like, do you think it helps to have the persona almost? Absolutely, bro. I think young Benny protects Benjamin mm. sometimes. I feel like, uh, you know, I feel the emotion and, and the shit like, you know, through Benjamin and then young Benny will come back. If, if someone like, you know, does some does wrong by me, young uh, Benjamin will feel that. But then young Benny will will attack it. Mm-hmm. You know, say attack you on the track almost like I don't want to sound cliche or like corny, but like I'll attack you. Like, you know, what I'm saying like that's how I get my anger out. I don't want to. We're not here to fight. We're not here to do anything. But like, if I feel some type of way, I might get it out through the song. Mm-hmm. And young Benny comes with that. You know, same energy type shit. Like, when you see me, make sure you keep that same energy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, Benjamin just better be ready to, you know, I don't know. Just to touch on that. <laughs> dude, that dude, for real, though. I mean, I Like I said, I didn't want to fight, but, you know, if someone you know, I mean, Benny, comes down to I had to protect myself, too. I wouldn't fuck with you. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with you if I were them. But that's me. But no, um, it, de- it definitely it definitely helps, man. I feel like, you know, that's like a protective, a, a protective uh, entity, like you said, yeah. for me. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely... You know, young Benny helps Benjamin get through the day. Dude, look at fucking Aubrey. Look at Degrassi, bro. Mm-hmm. That's not Drake. <laughs> Drake is Drake. Bro, and, and honestly, to go back to that, man, I had someone tell me that, uh, again, like a DM or whatever, they were like, yo, man, this song gives me confidence. That's crazy, bro. So that's like a huge compliment, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. To have someone say, that song got me through something to have confidence like through the day maybe feel some type of way like I've gotten that before but like to hear it like through a song like Strawberry I think it was they were commenting on Strawberry they were like yo this, this song gives me confidence man like yeah. it makes me feel good like I want to just attack the day now it's like damn but then I, but then yeah. I told him I'm like yo Benjamin isn't too confident <laughs> Benjamin isn't <laughs> yeah and well, that's something I'm working on through therapy hey you're confident for Three minutes on that song, dude. Yeah. And your feature, who you, you should talk a little bit about him, too. Oh, yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm's Malcolm's got it, man. Dude, those first, and I'm not saying, like, the rest of his verse isn't good, but those first, like, four bars that he laid down, like, keep talking. he made you keep listening to that song. Yeah. Like, he literally, like, and if you would have done the rest of the song, still would have been a great song, but he made you continue to listen to that song, yeah. which yeah. that's what I really love, where it's like, and then... You listen to the verse and you're like, whoa, 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 wait, he's spitting. Like, now I got to run it, run it back and listen to his verse. Like, really listen to it because he's actually talking on the verse. Oh, man. You know, and that's the thing, too. It's not it doesn't carry. I mean, we're on the topic. The song, it's called Strawberry and we can even play it and put it in post, too. Um, maybe we'll play a little bit of it. But it's a it's a vibe, dude. There's nothing else to like. There's no other way I can describe it other than like. It's just a very feel-good drive in the car. This is what it is for me. A very feel-good drive in the car. I'm feeling like the man today song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's how I felt when I made it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was feeling all right. Like, I was feeling good. Caught, caught a little vibe, and you know what I'm saying? Like, just freestyling it and everything. And, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know if I made it on Sunday night, but I was originally mm-hmm. going to call it Sunday night because of the, you know, Sunday night, I'm feeling live, all these, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But um, but yeah, no nah, man, he was he was rocking that shit, and he he wrote it, or did whatever he did with it in like fifteen minutes. No way. Yes, yeah, I remember I talked to him or, or something like that. I sent him the beat, and he like hit me back. He's like, all right, it's done. And I was like, what the fuck? It could have been it couldn't have been more than 
half hour or something like oh that. Oh my god. Yeah, some some crazy shit like that. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Because oh I was like, god. you know, I take my time and shit. We talked about this last time. Yeah, I take my I take my time. You have, so, you have takes. You'll punch in and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, not even that, but like I just more of like you know I I do do that, but at the same oh, time. Oh, you're like, saying writing, writing, writing yeah. wise, because like I I had struggle writing, so I think of pretty much everything in my head. Like you know, you could call it a freestyle, but it's like freestyled over six months. And you gotta honestly, just to jump in here, you gotta add a little context. You were like a you were a football player like yeah. you were an athletic you're a personal trainer like you're a physical guy in a mental game now yeah there's a big difference we talked about that last time yeah for sure. just St- to get still to- still the same shit yeah uh-huh. still the same uh-huh and but that's even much even more to it right and i'm i'm honestly like i mean dude i I'm obsessed with working out. I love being fit and working yeah, out and all some, that. You got some biceps, I see. Oh, dang it, man. We're working. Hey, <laughs> I'm doing... Hey, glamour muscles, baby. Bies, tries. That's all you need right Chest now. on the weekends. Yeah, all right. Fuck hey. it, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just... Got, I go to bed. I go to bed. No, dude. I had... Do you know Sean Nastalon? Yeah, I grew up with Sean. Yeah, you fucking know Sean. I was yeah. going to say, you guys... I was like, if not, then you put these guys together because they're going to be rocking. Bro, me and Sean used to work out. Bro, I have Sean on. Ju- Dude, we have Sean on the podcast just for sheer motivation. Yeah. Like, I don't. I, I just. He's, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, I ate a pepper. <laughs> he's like, I ate a pepper. It, it broke my diet. Yeah, he is fucking strict. You can eat a you can eat a steak, Sean. It's okay. You're not going to explode. Buddy. So my you know, it's funny about that. I know we're you know whatever talking about Sean. I, I'm a personal trainer, right? Yep. So, you know, by day, try not to do that much longer, but, you know, God willing. Hey, you're not working sales, bud. I just got offered a job in sales, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it all out, everybody, you know? But. We joked about the sales guy coming up to you on the last podcast. That's why I Did mentioned we? that. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, hey, man, I'll make it 200000 Come work with me. And you're like, I love being a personal trainer. Well, yeah, now it's just more like I want to be a, I want to be a musician, but I need to make this happen. Yeah. So anyway, um, but no, Sean, dude, I have a client at work, and um, he was like, I'm working so hard, man, but, like, I don't see any results. Like, I'm like, yo, your diet, you drink a lot, you fucking eat like shit. Uh, you know, you, you got, the kitchen is where the body is made, you know what I'm saying? Like, the working out three times, a, three hours a week isn't going to fucking turn you into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nope. So I told Sean, I, I told him about Sean, Sean was writing nutrition plans at the time. <laughs> he, uh, whatever, gives him the nutrition plan, guy pays him, you know, because Sean had that business, or has it. I don't know if he's still doing it, but... um. He gets the plan and he shows me, and he's like, "Bro, I can't fucking do this shit. I can't eat beets four times a day, <laughs> yeah, bro." It's like I don't even think it was eating four times a day. I think it was eating once a day. Like fucking, like I don't know what it was, man. It was a strict fucking you're diet. You're gonna eat legumes. You're gonna eat beets. You're gonna eat. <laughs> and you're talking to a, to a guy that like I love this. I love my client. Like we we became good friends. Yeah. And you know. Not that he's, so I don't you know if he's going to Sean, see it. Sorry, so you went to Sean for the, um, like the diet portion, like you were training this person. Got it, got it. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was training yeah. and he bought the, he got yeah. the nutrition went through Sean. And, he, you know, we're talking about a guy here who's like, you know, very well off, just wants to get break a sweat in the gym. And yeah. then, bro, it's like, you really got to be dedicated to that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Especially a guy like Sean, you know, you see him, his, his, his body is his resume. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's got like a crazy physique, you know, yep. jacked up. 12 16 pack abs whatever the fuck it is man and like as many as you can have as many as a person yeah can as have. many as it goes down maybe in abs in his legs or some shit bro no, i don't probably. even know but you know yeah man like it, it's he's strict he's serious about it and that's what he you know wants to do so dude he's more a, power to him bro yeah, because he's he, you know he he's always like you know 
he's a good motivator for sure. Yeah, and we're all doing it. That's the thing. And and he's he has his, his job. I had him on uh, some I don't know. Yeah, yeah a when, couple times. When did we have him on last? Uh, a few months ago. Yeah, it's a couple months ago. A couple months ago. Yeah, and he's working his job. He's selling cars and stuff like that. And and so is Turk. Yeah. Turk's selling cars too. It's like, yeah. um, I'm sa- I'm in sales, dude. dude it's funny because like we talked about the sales last mm-hmm. time, right? Like I'm literally cold calling people. Yeah. Like I'm calling people. And dude, I thought they were gonna hate me. I called a guy today. He was like, "Oh, dude, that that actually sounds pretty good." But like, what like what do you do? And I'm like, "Oh my god, I thought this guy was gonna hate me." And it and and it really, I realized though, because um, I talked like a hundred people a day, fifty to a hundred, whatever the day. What's is. your closing rate? Um, it's it was really good, but now I'm talking to such a large quantity of people because I, so my closing rate was like, uh, like, I don't know, five to 30% somewhere around there. Like my best rate within like a month was like probably 30, something like that. But that wasn't because I was closing a lot. It's because I was talking, I wasn't even talking to that many people. Mm -hmm. I never had a system. Like my business was run off of people being like, Hey, you should talk to Sully about podcasting. Like I didn't do any sales. I didn't go out and call people. I didn't send, like I might've sent some messages, but I never created a system. Like now every day, all day, my goal is to talk to people and help them make a decision. Well, what are you selling? So what I do is I have a podcast production and launch company. Oh, so you're in, in this doing that. Dude, this is what I do. This is what I sell. Fuck man. You're that's motivation to me right there. Yeah. So I did it. I started it in college. Um, I started in co- so this is what happened. I was a mechanic for like three or four years, right? That was my part-time job. That was my personal training or whatever. Right. Um, and that's what I did. And honestly, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I really, I felt, um, I, I, I had both. Like, like I'm, I had the mental and the physical side of it. And I wasn't the best person ever to do it, but I could definitely, I, I could have made a full career out of it. But the opportunity wasn't there. And every day I would come home and do this. Every day I would come home and make podcasts and talk to you guys and do all this stuff. And so I was like, I wonder if I can make money off of that. Can I make my five to nine, my nine to five? So I was like, maybe. Let's see what happens. I have a kid on the podcast. He makes six figures, quits his job, makes six figures doing social media management. Wow. Okay. He said, after the podcast, dude, I'm like 20 years old trying to figure this out. He's like, listen, take my scripts, go on Upwork.com, make an account, use these scripts, you'll get some clients. I go, I do it, I get no clients, right? I had quit my mechanic job to do this. And I'm two and a half months in, and I have not made any money. Three months in, I get a contract to do a voiceover for a drone company for 80 bucks. It took me three months to make 80 bucks. Then I said, all right, let's keep going. So at this time, I'm interning at the Vault Studio in Booton for free. I'm living off of savings, right? And so I'm living off of savings. I'm in college, so it doesn't matter that much. I have no bills. And except I have my car insurance. And that's that was basically it. I had no bills. So I could live off savings for like as long as I need to. I could literally go down to zero and just be completely fine. So I'm like, let's, rock, let's just keep going because I don't want to go back to my job. And three months in... I find a company and they on I ran out of credits on Upwork. Like it's not a lot of money to buy credits, like fifteen bucks. But I'm like, I'm beat, dude. I got eight hundred in my account. I started with five thousand. I'm fucked right now. So I contact the company directly. I booked a call with them and I acted like I was a company. And I just booked a call. I said I just gotta talk to the guy. 
And I talked to the guy and I said, hey, man, I saw your listing. I want to edit your podcast. So I go in New York City. <laughs> Why don't you come into the city? Dude, I'm editing your podcast. I don't need to come into New York City and do it. But hey, it's an opportunity. Okay. I live in the middle of nowhere. Let's and, uh, go. Not to mention, bro, you're far from New York City. I'm very far. <laughs> you are say, very far from New York City. Let's make a day out of it. So <laughs> yeah. I go to New York City. I show up, right? This is the guy. For people listening, I'm looking at my phone. He's looking up at me. Oh, yeah, you want to edit the podcast? Looking back down at his phone, looking back up at me, and... I'm like, this guy's a little weird, but whatever. And he said, why don't you just do everything? Why don't you edit the podcast, produce it, distribute it, host it, book the guest, do the SEO optimization on the show notes. Why don't you do the video clips, want social media management? I was like, dude, yes, sir. That's what I do. Like all, I don't know how to do any of that, but like, sure, I'll do it. And that's how I ended up where I am now. That's It's the start of working for that one guy. And that company went bankrupt actually. So, but yeah, well, that's amazing, bro. That I really don't tell. Is. I tell the story that's, every that's once a motiv- in a while. That's a mil- that's a motivation for me, man. Because you're doing what the fuck you want to be doing. But it's dude. But it's hard though. It's like I'm not making a million dollars. It's like I am literally paying other people's bills. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm facilitating a business that should yield other people. Like I have five people that work for me. Like I have never like a year or two ago, dude. I was like even when we did our podcast together, I was working by myself for myself. There was nobody else. Yeah. I make all the money. I do all the work. I make all the money. Now, I do some of the work. I make none of the money because I don't take a check from my business because I have other ways to make money. I've never, I don't, since I hired people, I don't take money out of the business. And I think every business owner should take a 10% check. I think everybody should take a check because it. I think you should make money for what you do. No work goes unpaid, right? Right. But I've put everything back into it, you yeah. know? Um but yeah, but dude, you have to do that at first, though. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. not do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever these little, like, these shows that I'm getting, I've, last, like, four shows I've been paid for just goes right back into it. Mm-hmm. It goes back into, you know, the the videography, the the um, editing of whatever, uh, photography, whatever it is, man. Like, if I, you know, it goes right back into it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, what is, what is pocketing $100 for me going to do right now if I have my, my regular job, too? Like, I'd rather get that money through music and put it back into the music. Yeah. As well as I'm doing through my other job, too. You know, but it's, uh yeah, I, I feel you, man. You got you to gotta keep fucking going. And you got to keep putting it back in. I have a question for you. So did you day. realize music was as expensive as it is? Oh, no. I did not know that. I, because, you know... I, my first gist was obviously studio time. I was like, all right, this is expensive, you know? Because if you think about it, like, doing a studio session and it's 65 an hour and they have a minimum of two hours, how much can you actually get done within two hours? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be some quality stuff. Like, yeah, you could do it, you know what I'm saying? But, like, at the same time, like, taking my time, making sure everything's perfect, getting the mix, you know, if it's mixed in front of you, if it's, if it's mixed later, whatever, like... You know, luckily I go to the studio. I think we we talked like we get kind of like a, a solid mix before I leave. And sometimes it's really good, like right then and there. And then sometimes I'll listen back to it and be like, all right, we need to change this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, thank God I don't have to like really send it out anywhere else after recording. <laughs> no, but producers are wizards, though. Yeah. Yeah, like human wizards. Big wizards, bro. Yeah, they. It's it's a. Uh, it's the mo- it's the it's the most unknown to the public yet most respected to the artists form of art. That you can have. Well, take it a step lower in the engineering too. Mm-hmm. 
engineering, they got to start getting credits on Spotify. They got to start, I think, adding a category to the Grammys for engineering. How, how is it not? Uh, so I have a question then for like somebody who might not know, like, what do you mean by engineering? The mixing, the mastering. Well, we have to explain the whole process. So the artist might write the lyrics. If we're talking about a bigger song, they might write most of the lyrics. I can't. We can't even say that they'll write all the lyrics because there's a, there's a lot of writers a lot of times. I'm convinced, dude. A lot of the big guys like these days, bro, don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, who who was it? Um, shit, I was watching. Oh, little baby. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, me and my bro came up with that in the studio. It was like some like uh, some shit. I think it was the wow 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 bitch. I'm the baby. I think him, him and his, mm-hmm. you know, as simple as that. But it's like who knows? Maybe his friend did it first. And then he was just like, oh, that's just hard. Like, maybe we'll- but if I say to you, hey, Benny, use they instead of, use uh, seagull instead of bus. And you use seag- the word seagull instead of the word bus. Like you replace your lyric with my suggestion. Now I have a right of credit. That's a credit, yeah. If you, so, if you breathe in the room, you get a right of credit. That's, but that's what I'm confused about. <laughs> that's what I'm confused about. What is it? So, but anyway, the trajectory of the song, right? The artist... They're gonna write the lyrics. They're gonna create. They have the lyrics. That's their thing. The 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 singing, the rapping, whatever it is. Then you have the producer. The producer is making the beat. Who also could dictate a lot of shit too, because when he makes the beat, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you guys have done producing before. Um, you have a certain vision of how it should be. By the way, you're completely off camera. If you want to just let okay, people know like who you are a little bit, just so they can know who you are, that you're there. Because they don't even know you're there. They can't see you. And by the way, to people listening. It's my boy, Ron. By the way, Ron. we... Uh, we Ron Beats. Yeah, yeah, there we go. We'll throw you in the description. I got you. I got you. Appreciate it. But no, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have a certain idea of how the beat should be flowed on, no? 1,000%. And you could, you, you know, hear it as you're making the beat. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or you're humming it, and you're like, "All right, this is how the flow should go." Because you don't rap. You even if you don't rap, you rap yeah, to the I, point where you flow. 1, yeah, thousand percent. Mm-hmm. I don't rap at all. Like, yeah, not at but all. But producers right? go I'll like leave that to him right there. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly. But like, at the end of the day, it's just it's more of like a humming and just kind of like you know mm-hmm. mumble just to kind of like feel the vibe, and then you just kind of. It flows. Yes, like yes. Yeah. So you have your producer. You have your artist who ma- writes the song, does the lyrics, singing, rapping, whatever it is. Then you have your producer who's producing the beat. That means that they make the music you're hearing anything that's not lyrics. Almost. Then you have, that's the beat maker. Then you have the, and also in this mix, just because this person is important too, and they have their own job in more high level studios, the tracking engineer there's an engineer just to record the vocals for the artist. Mm-hmm. And that person has nothing, no other obligations in the song other than recording the artist correctly. It's a science project. It's a science project. Yes, 100%. And that is called a tracking engineer. So you have a tracking engineer, you have a vocalist slash songwriter. They might be two different people. Then you have a music producer who produces the music. Then you have a mixing engineer and you might have a completely separate mastering engineer. Of course. Yeah. So the mix is, what the mix does, it takes all all your sounds and it makes them sound good together and then what the mastering engineer does is it takes what that person put together to make sound good and makes it sound good everywhere that means on your phone on your ipad on your mac laptop on your android whatever it is and that's the kind of trajectory of the song and nobody knows that no no one cares about it that's what i'm saying like you compose orchestras, right? And, you know, they have 
awards for best com- you know music of to a movie you know what i'm saying like they they never they they have awards for that mm-hmm. but when you bring it down to like the vmas or whatever it is or the grammys i'm sure the i think the grammys do have i don't know it's like the tony the oscars they have like best music in a movie you know what i'm saying that's all composed by somebody mm-hmm. that they get the credit where they deserve now does like these engineers that recorded freaking you know i don't even know what's the biggest hit this year I don't even know what is that first maybe first class. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, first class is up there, but I don't know. It's probably some Dua Lipa or something. Dua Lipa, right? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I, yeah. I do respect Taylor Swift. I remember a couple years ago she brought on her mixing engineer mm-hmm. and mastering engineer. Dude, she's up up there yeah. onto like the Grammy stage and had you know had them up there with her accepting the award because it's yes. like you know like I think I said last year, sounding good is half of the fucking battle, dude. You know, you could have hard bars and shit. Like, I've heard crazy shit before, but it's, it's like, sometimes it doesn't hit if everything's not hitting together, mm-hmm. right? Or you have a beat, or you have two different scenarios. You have a beat that way outshines the artist, mm-hmm. or you have an artist that way outshines the beat. And this happens a lot yeah. where uh, with good artists, too, because I think what happens is you are focused on the song, and you're not as much focused on the entirety of the song as a project. You're just focused on, like, I need to get these lyrics out because I love this song is so good. That's me. That's me. I, whenever I spit and whenever I make a song, I'm not paying attention to anything else besides how I sound and what I'm saying. And I have to kind of take a step back sometimes to be like and l- listen to it as a whole with the beat playing, with all the little nuances of ad libs and delays and doubles and everything else. I have to sit back and like hear it and like not just focus on what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, did that bar hit you? Did that, you know what I'm saying? I need, I need like, to step back and listen to the song as an overall. Like, sometimes it's, like, you know, it's like a, a, a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to feel a vibe, you know, and that's, you know, it's not always what you're saying most of the time. Like, Tory Lanez was saying, like, it doesn't matter what you're saying in a hook as long as it sounds catchy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's big on that shit. And uh, I don't, I mean, I was in a short house this weekend with with a bunch of girls that were playing Rock Your Hips. You know, remember that song? Mm-hmm. Playing all those old school... Yeah, all those old school. What was it? Uh, pop, lock, and drop it. <laughs> lose control, bro. Uh, lose control. Lose control by Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. Oh, um, music make you lose control. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy song. Crazy song. But girl, like, my girlfriend but, loves that song. But dude, but even Banger. like those, they were playing throwbacks and were like, holy shit, I enjoyed those as a kid. Yeah. Growing up or whatever it was, like a teenager, and. Yeah, you know, like I was just like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy, man. I don't know. Dude, and it's it just the emphasis. It, it's on the vibe as a whole, the bro. Fucking vibe, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you can't. This might be a strong, controversial statement, even, but you can't save a song with lyrics. You can't save a song with one thing. You can make a song, like you can make it a good song, but I don't think you can save a song. Like, Dreams and Nightmares has a good beat. Nobody's ever talked about the beat, but the beat is good. Yeah. The beat, if that beat was terrible, Dreams and Nightmares, I don't think would be what it is today. But but I feel you. Yeah. What I was listening to the other night, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with James Taylor. You yes. are? James yeah. Taylor, it's not rap, right? In my mind, I'm going to Carolina. It's, it's old school country. Yes, school James country. Taylor. I know James. I've played him a cocktail he, hour. He did. Dude, he did a fucking four bar verse and then went straight into the hook. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. And it's like, the that's crazy. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and but that's a way to do it. And one hundred percent. And I, I the honest I, I think we talked about it last time too, where it's like you have the um hook bombs songs. The songs where even the bridge is a hook, dude. Everything's a hook. It's like you have songs that are literally created. There, there's a song uh, called Brown Eyed Women by the Grateful Dead that literally starts with chorus, and then it's got about six or seven verses with choruses in between every single one. The first verse is the last verse at the same time, too. So it does the first verse, all the rest of it, and then the first verse repeats at the end of the song. That's crazy. With another chorus at the end. Yeah. It's an, a fucking amazing song. How long is it? And then you have that. Probably about seven minutes, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 100%. And, and that's the thing, too, like that people um, back, you know, I'm sure, have you seen Bohemi, Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. With the Queen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing was with, uh, with the song... Mm-hmm. It was called Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. It was song. it was like eight minutes long. Yep. And it that song took like fifty years to blow up or something because like at, when you watch the movie, the radio station was like, "This is way too long for radio. You can't do this. Like this is like everyone's gonna lose interest because mm-hmm. it was like an opera if you think about it." Yep. But it was. Yeah, and and you know it's like I don't, I don't even I th- know, man. I I think that guy. I think. I love that actor. I forget his name. Yeah, he played that shit good. He played it good. I don't... I honestly didn't like him that much in it. In playing that part. I I know him from Mr. Robot, and his fucking personality does not fit that part at all. No, you don't think so? No. His demeanor, no. Like, dude, he just didn't seem flamboyant enough to be Freddie Mercury to me. I don't... Rami, Rami Malek is his name. Rami Malek. Rami, Rami Malek. Amazing actor. It, I think it was one of those things where I took it personally, where I'm like, I watched this guy in a different thing, and I want <laughs> him to be the same guy again, you know? That's definitely a possibility. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Amazing yeah. movie. No, really amazing, amazing really, movie. Dude, we took an edible, and my girl passed out, and I just kept going, dude. Isn't that always the case, the bro? Why do these girls always fucking dude, pass out from movies, can't. bro? No, no, no. My girl passes <laughs> out when the fucking goddamn mountain no with, the, with the Paramount <laughs> sign comes up, bro. No edible, no nothing just like a little pad thai some sushi and it's and maybe a sip of wine bro and and they're fucking just like and i'm just like yo you i was like yo you left me to watch it by myself it too by myself bohemian rhapsody by myself every shrek shrek pirates of the caribbean that you wanted to put on Dude, Every fucking thing, dude, bro. Dude, my girl got through Shrek. I'll be, I'll be honest. She got. I've through never Shrek. gotten one. Yo, swear <laughs> to God, I've never gotten one through one movie with my girl while she's awake. Dude, Netflix. Maybe Netflix, Halloween because we started at six o'clock. Netflix and sleep, dog. That's the life Netflix out here. Yeah. That's Netflix and sleep, baby. They say Netflix and chill, son. You must be seventeen years old if you're Netflix and chilling, dude. Bro, as soon as they go to sleep. You hit the input mode and then you start playing Call of Duty. Bro. Dude, facts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of that, yeah, but yeah. Good. Hey, that's pretty like, good. Oh, she yeah. yeah. I feel like because I just ordered the shit on, on demand, I got to fucking watch it. Dude, you know? I actually have. Dude, <laughs> dude I, I still got on demand. I'm sorry. I'm old school. Do what I actually wanted to do now, which is play Call It's like, <laughs> I didn't want to hang out with you. I just want to play Call of I don't, Duty. I don't play Call of Duty anymore, man, but for it, on demand, dude, what are you doing? There's fucking like streaming. Hey, man. They have they have any they have like they have like the news plus now dude they have plus for fucking spike and that doesn't even exist. Hey man, I'm an old school guy. You are <laughs> old school guy, new school flow, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm trying out here, bro. Hey man, I should do your advertising. Uh, that's I like that. Maybe we could talk about that off the record. It is what I do uh, to an extent, but uh, no, dude, you'd kill it with a podcast. If you had a podcast, 
I thought about it. I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. I'm trying know. to, you know, the thing is, I'm trying to be just be known for music, bro. You know, the thing is, like, I think that my, be a guest, keep being a guest, just yeah, do that. My, it's my, my biggest thing is, man, like, I think uh, for me is like, I want to be, I want to get put on through music. I want to do this. I want to make it like my life, but I also want to reach different platforms through it. And I was having a conversation with a very successful guy, um, you know, has a fucking apartment in Hudson Yards. 67th floor overlooking the fucking city scale of the building like the ceilings are like 17 feet high like just like immensely successful yeah and I was just telling him I'm like yo man like I was asking him like what he like how he got to where he did and like he was just I was telling him like yo I want to be known for this and he was like yeah and then you could use different avenues to get to like you know that's what he did you know what I'm saying like you know I got where I was through one thing and then branched out you know what I mean? I want to be known through the music, but then I want to branch out to modeling, acting, um, whatever else, commercials, whatever else it may be, man. My own brand at something. I haven't found that yet. I haven't found what my what, what my brand is. Maybe it's fitness, you know, in the long run, because, you know, I like athletics and stuff. But at the same time, like, I just want to I want to pop off the music and then branch out just like everyone else does. They have their own tequilas. And, you know, he, the guy I was talking to has a, a tequila that 50 Cent is now involved with. So it's like he's, you know, I, he did what, what I want to do. And, you know, that's something I have in my back my back pocket. That hopefully I can get some advice from him more often. But, yeah, man, like I just, you know, I want to pop from the music and be known for that and then branch out to everything else. You know what I'm saying? That's that is 100% the best way to do it. Yeah. There, but, but it's the hardest It's a hard it way to do it. It is the hardest way. Yeah. But it's the most rewarding. Those who play the long game win the long game. Yeah. If you play short, you will win short. If you want to trade a stock and make money, you will trade a stock and make money. And you know what you'll have to do the next day is trade another stock with that same fucking money and hope that you make money. Right. Right? But the people who go, I'm going to let, I love this company. I know it's going to be around for 50 years. I'm going to invest in it and I'm not going to check it till I'm 65. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, but for real, those people win that game. Yeah. Not all of them, but most of them win that game yeah. because it's about the mindset you take to the game, right? You can be the best, you know this, you can be the best football player in the world, bro. If your fucking mind is not on that day, you're done. You're done. If your girl, you got to fight with your girl, right? It happens before every performance, right? Or before anything that that happens you have a your parents or something happened with your sibling or whatever it's like there's always something that happens but if you can't create the ironclad mindset like i have this is what i did with sales dude i was talking to people and being like hey man i appreciate like you talking to you like we'll see what happens now every call that i'm on i'm the i'm an expert like i'm the guy who can help you make this decision but I'm not, I have a lot of friends. Like, honestly, I'm a good friend, but I have a lot of friends. Like, yeah. I'm not here, I'm here to do a job nah, bro. at the end of the day. Friends and business are not the same thing mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. Not the Acquaintances, same thing. maybe, maybe connections. Um, nope, nope. I will divide it between mm-hmm. friends and business. And I do not yeah. want that shit to go down. I don't want that shit to merge mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's a mindset, though. That's a mindset, th- bro. Th- there is no. Because no I've been tricked before, bro. Yeah. I've been tricked into thinking you're my friend. I've been I've been tricked into a lot of shit with that. Well, the thing is, you're not a fucking asshole. That's the that's thing. why but they, tri- take, you, they, they trick take, you. That's they how take it, advantage of it. Yes, they go. Benny's not gonna fuck me. No, I'll, so I can fuck him over. Yeah, bro, I and it's happened way too many fucking times. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm at the point where, like, you know, I was, you know, this last year, like, a lot has happened for me since we've last spoke. And, you know, I've done, I've done shit where, you know, I walked out a fighter to his fight in Atlantic City, you know, coming out to Atlanta, coming out to fucking same energy right before a fight, walked him to the ring, walked around it, bro. Shout out Jerome Conquest. It's my boy from fucking Strawberry Mansion in, in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like, for my music to resonate to that shit, that's, like, Mm -hmm. you know, crazy for me. But, um, what was I I saying about this? Where was I going? You, it's about people taking advantage of you for being a good guy and being nice. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where the fuck, uh, I went off with that. With Jerome. But this must have been something, like, maybe he respected you or something, and he didn't, wasn't trying to take advantage of you or something. Or there's people around that don't, that don't, aren't going to take advantage of you, like, maybe like this guy. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot what I was saying. My bad. I lost my train of thought. You're good. But anyway, fucking, what was that, what I was saying was, fucking, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Just business and, and the whole friend things, man, like. It gets too complicated. I try putting people on to a lot of shit. And they want to talk like the whole contract thing. And it's like, I feel like right now, man, like we don't need to talk about that shit. There's not enough money flowing in for either side to to want to be like, yo, you need to sign to this. So you need to sign to that for right now. For right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I don't know. Well, think about this, Benny. Let's put this into perspective here. Neither I nor you have been the guy have been the number two. Or the number three guy. We've been the number one guy. Right. And we're not saying that from a place of arrogance. We're saying that from a place of, okay, we're either the talent or the boss. Right? And in my case, I'm I'm the boss. Like, I have a business. I have people that work for me. My decisions supersede their decisions. Yeah. And if that's your position and you're that person, then... The only thing that matters is your number two and your number three. And like we're coming back to what we said before, which is that team, right? Right. Play your part shit. Play your part shit. Yeah. But the thing is, it's hard for if you're number two, you better fucking be the number two. Like you better be so good at being a number two. Like if you're a number two and I feel like Gary Vee, but if you're number two, dude, and you feel like you're a number one, go be a number one but somewhere. I don't even want to put a number on it. But though. like they don't want the pressure. That's the same. Like we are taking all of the pressure being you being young Benny being the talent. I, I don't I don't look at it as a number two or numbers game. Mm-hmm. I look at it as like, okay, you I'm the, I'm the rapper. Mm-hmm. You are the the Good manager. Good point. You were the fucking this. You were the that. Yep. And understand what you're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to... I do my job. I am trying to get as many... as I'm trying to get paid. I guess I would technically be the person to get paid the most out of all of that. But then the cuts happen. You know what I'm saying? I guess. And, and it's just like, you know, people start thinking they're bigger than they are. The egos get involved. And it's just like, yo, we, if we're a team... That shouldn't be a fucking thing. Egos will kill a team more than anything else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. I, I keep forgetting why I went yeah. to the Jerome Conquest thing. It was, it was definitely, it was no, definitely a gonna, specific thing. It'll but come back. I just feel like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, the, the, playing your part is just, it's crucial, bro. Like, if I wanted to be a manager, I would play my part as a manager. If I wanted to be the mm-hmm. the fucking content creator, I would be, or the social media guy, I would, I would be that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, People always are like trying to be more and do extra and it's like or, or less. And it's like, you know, I was in a, in a similar situation where, 
you know, I'm not going to say their name. I don't want to go there. But the thing is, like, I was in a situation where I had a quote unquote team. Again, I thought they were my friends because they came to like one of my first couple shows. Um, were like liking what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what they were up to. They liked what I was doing. And they approached me and they were like, yo, like, you know, we should do this. We should do that. We should hang out. I didn't sign anything. You know, we were friends. I was in my boy's bedroom recording a freestyle. It was called Why Not Freestyle. And we were just like going back and forth. He shot Tax Day Freestyle with a fucking handheld camera. This is how long ago it was. It was like two two years ago. And we always talked about it. It's like, yo, like we're boys. Like we're, we're fucking friends. Like, you know, we're going to do this together. Everything's going to go. And next thing you know, like fast forward, obviously life hits. They have different obligations and they have like kids now and shit. And they wanted me to sign to do any fucking thing, to talk to people, to mention my name. They wanted me to sign. And it's like it came down to a point where it almost costed me a show because they were going to handle the communication between the club owner and me because I don't want any part of it, really. I guess like, you know. My uncle was involved somehow by knowing the club owner. He asked them to, to, to take care of the communication or else he would have. They said yes. Didn't hear anything for a fucking month. I texted him. I go, yo, can you text the club owner and see what's going on? And I get a text back saying, I don't work for you for free. And it's like, you're going to sacrifice a fucking opportunity to play in New York City, opening up for an artist who, by the way, I opened up for Cameron, you know, in the city. That's like the magnitude that we were working on. Like, you know, Cameron's like a, a legend. You know, who knows what it would have been in, in that frame of time where it was like, you know, if it would have happened earlier on. But they were gonna they were willing to sacrifice um us all being on a stage together in a club in New York City, uh, for twenty percent of my earnings, which was it which is what right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to fucking come on here and say I'm I'm killing it through, like, money and shit. I'm really on the grind right now. Like, I'm really going through it trying to make this shit work. And you are about to sacrifice a fucking opportunity for all of us. And they did. Mm -hmm. They didn't send the text. And I fucking freaked out, bro. What do you want me to do? I work day in and day out on this shit. Going as hard as I fucking possibly can. Even when I don't want to. Even when I'm completely fucking empty from trying to make a song content whatever whatever it is and you're gonna say you don't work for me for fucking free you said you were gonna handle the communication bro what the fuck is that about some bullshit bro by the way i've always paid them for, for everything i've paid them for for studio time or yeah studio time or fucking videos or because they were they're an entertainment company now they built that one when, when we were friends and they now have a rent and they now have everything else and it's like yo you're looking at me to keep the shit open or keep the lights on or whatever the fuck it is like yo send send the text and ask so we can get to a different level and level keep leveling up together it's not it's not about the fucking you know it is about the money at the end of the day and people have obligations i understand that but like yo like what do you what do you need 20 percent from me from i've been giving you my 20 percent. you know well, I don't want you to get it twisted, man, that you're not number one. I know that I'm putting numbers to this, but there is nothing without you. There's a lot of other artists in this world, okay? But there's no other young They wouldn't man. have been in that position if it wasn't for me. And by the way, this is at the same time where I had the Afro Man show in Virginia, mm -hmm. which ended up getting canceled. But, you know, I was paying for them to come down there. I was paying for the whole Airbnb, the drive, the stay, the food, everything. Because mm -hmm. I was just my, like, you know, that, that was my, like, yo, like, 
the DJing too. Like, whatever, bro. Like, it's just like, and they ended up saying when we got into this fight about the text message for free and shit, it was more like, oh, well, and I brought up the Virginia. I'm like, yo, I'm paying you guys for an all-inclusive stay. And they were like, technically, it's not free. We could do that by ourselves. So I was like, all right, listen, I'll pay you guys $300 to come down and DJ for one hour. And you can figure everything out else out for yourself. You can find your own fucking food, your own your own hotel, everything else. And they're like, that's not enough. And I was like, all right, then I'll get somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's when the last time we fucking really spoke. It's about we we this come, it comes right back to last time. When it becomes business, it becomes business. There is no more art or talent or anything when it's down to brass tacks and this is it like i'm saying dude if you weren't the number one and the person then you wouldn't have to deal with this shit but you are so you have to look at your expenses and go well 20 percent here 300 dollars. that's my limit for the dj that's my dj budget yeah then you find a dj who fits in the $300. It's not a question of are we boys or are we? did we work together? Did we this? Did we that? It's then if it's a matter of business for you, then it's a matter of business for me. Right. And that's why I don't want to mix the friends and business anymore. Really. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, I, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Because you're telling me, yo, we're going to do this. We're going to make it to the top. We're going to get here. We're going to go there. And it's just like, okay, well, help me then. Yeah. If you're saying you're going to fucking do all this shit for me, then help me. It's just flat out. And, you know, we're going to work as a team. But don't start bringing in, don't don't fucking, because I got a show in the city that you're going to start talking contracts. And they also said to me, like, oh, money changes people. So when you get the bag, we want to make sure that you're fucking, you know, locked in. <laughs> like, like I'm going to run off with the shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, just, I don't like, know, like, dude. Have it, I ever demonstrated okay. that to them? I'll say this. Having people that have literally worked for me for free. Fuck out of here. Having people that have worked for me for free now that I pay, but who have worked for me for free before. If they didn't want to work, you know what they tell me? I can't work for free. And I go, yep, cool. That's it. Fucking see That's that. fucking it, dude. It's just like, it's a thing of just, it is a, it's black and or you, what, And you bro? know, and you know in this industry, bro, you got to yeah. go through certain fucking levels, and bro. I, but the thing Understudies is, exactly. on Broadway. I don't yeah. know what they make, but yeah, they make bro. garbage. You're you're understudying a fucking actor yeah, but I to have, get the experience to yes. take you to the next fucking yeah. level, yo. Yeah. Bro, yeah. I'm spending amplified amounts of money to to try and get this off mm-hmm. i am i haven't always put it in the right spot i guess like maybe i should do more promotions i haven't even touched that yet to be honest with you i've been going off straight organic fucking shit just which throwing has been shit out. popping organically it has but like you know i want the shit to really start going I, up you i know, know what i'm saying i know but i keep i spend my money on videos i spend it on the, the songs that's what i really think that would attra- attract people you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. Yeah, I have songs that I really still think that could do numbers if I got it out there. But the thing is, like, we're all just trying to fucking make it, bro. Like, I- I've spent so much fucking money. For you to send a text message and say you're not working for me for free, it's like, all right, then go find another fucking Special, artist to work with then. That's going to pay you all this money. Especially. <laughs> especially. Right now. Because I know one day I'll get there. But the thing is, go ahead. You want you want it now? I had a rhyme the other day. It was like I, I, you know, penny wise and pound foolish, bro. You, you can't. You see the money up front. You take it right away. Oh, but it's it's not gonna be as much as it will be later, though. All right, take my twenty. Take twenty percent of fucking four hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the literally. contract ends in a year, and I'm starting to make forty grand. Then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it's about it's dude. It's a belief, man. I I already know these people don't have the belief, and and listen, like, but they do though. That's that was the pissed off. That's what pissed me off about. It. They were always like they definitely believed in me, but it was yeah, just like a, I came to a money thing. Dude, I get it. I get it. This is the thing. Listen, like I I have had the conversation, dude. I had the conversation where I said, "Hey, there's six weeks left of this business." Damn. Like I've had that conversation. And you know the thing is, I own everything. <laughs> like that's the reality, right? Like let's everything that you've built on your own individually or any connections that you made through this business is is yours to keep, right? But like the IP, the intellectual property, the name, all that stuff, that's mine, right? And and that's hundred percent agreed upon. There's no questions about that, right? So when you have to have a conversation of like this is either make or break or I go back to zero, right? Whose fault is it? Whose fault is it except the the number one? It's that person's fault. When when it's the quarterback's fault. When it's the quarterback's fault. When Justin Bieber mismanages his money or when Justin Bieber drives into a fucking whatever and gets a ticket or when somebody at that level like dude a ma- like the amount of like think about that level, right? A managing that right that's sure you've made it things don't get easy when you make it right so what i'm trying to display here is that the the person the number one it's their fault for anything happening below them always and right that, and that, go ahead, yeah, my yeah. and no 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 you're good 100 i'm just trying to say like when i say to my if i say to my guys like hey like by the way like this system, there we don't have a system. We need to put a system in place. We have six weeks. We need to make things turn around. All that stuff, that's because of me. Even though, no matter what they did, right? So those people fucking you over or whatever they're doing or asking for their 20%, they are displaying it's your fault that those people are involved. It's not your fault about what happened. It's not your fault anything they did. Right. It's that you took all of the information that you had and you looked at these people and went, these are the ones. They've done everything so far yeah. that has that they've done. Right. So then the only Mind thing... Mind you, I was getting the shows myself. They weren't getting shit so, for me. Okay, so you've done that, So, right? like, yeah. I was doing it yeah. myself. But I'm saying, now, this is a... And this is what, literally what I just went through, so I'm 100% with you. Not with my people. Like, my people have always been... They're, they're with me. I know they're with me. They... I'm good, right? They've been with me for years. It's 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 a different relationship. But I'm saying in terms of the obligation of you being the point man, it sucks, but it's that's why people don't do this. That's why people don't run businesses because you having it, whether the fault is yours or not, it's still your fault. Yeah. Because you're still young Benny without this person right? yeah well the thing is being codependent on, on motherfuckers like that too mm-hmm. if that took a blow for fucking from to my yeah. i guess quote-unquote ego yeah you know you got people in your corner every day going yo you're fucking good bro you're you want to think your team is so hot yeah. too and that's the thing because they fucking are like it's not that they're not good it's just a it's it's a mismatch right and it's just it's very difficult at least from what i've seen in my experience you don't understand it till you're in it, dude. Because I've floated by off of straight just luck and circumstance for a while. Luck plays a huge part. Yeah, off of 
circumstance and I put myself in positions to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, when you are not, when the world isn't feeding you just amazing things, that's when it, that's when the leader either folds or they fucking lead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and being that transparency, my core values, and you should have core values too. My core values are trust, impact, transparency, right? Mm, like Something those. happened with my client the other day, dude. I'm trying to message him and talk about it. I have multiple clients. I can't call everybody all the time. Yeah, I can. I can fucking pick up the phone. Dude, I picked up the phone. I called him. I said, hey, Josh, let me, do you mind if I explain to you all the technical details of what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Dude, at the end of that call, he was like, dude, I can't thank you enough for calling me. Yeah. Dude, I fuck shit up, right? But it was about me coming through and just making that good call. In, you have the integrity. Those people texting you, bro, I am already know that. Like, if my, if my guy texting me, if my boy of fucking two years working for me texting me, bro, give me my 20%. Are you, are you kidding yeah, me? No. Like, it stems, he called me. Right? I don't even know what it stems from, bro. I think it just stems from people being, being something that they... Not being something that they want to be, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe it was just more of like I was. Maybe they want to be in my position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not. they want to be a leader. Yeah, they think that they're the leader of the pack, but they're really not. You know, they're playing the leader role, That's but they point. ain't really the leader. Mm-hmm. Leadership is something that I I value a lot. Mm-hmm. That's something I learn a lot from is being around like leaders. Like in my opinion, like to me, like my boss that I work for, he's a leader. I think Sully is a leader, you know, like that's why I'm here in this podcast. I'm doing this with him, like, because I believe in what he believes in. I'm, I'm, I follow you in a way, you know, I'm here to lift you up and help you, mm-hmm. you know, grow this whole thing because I believe in it. You know what I mean? Like it's about knowing, and it's not wrong to be a follower because if you have a leader, then you don't mind being a follower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not a bad thing all the time. But like, what if people, you're, de- you're designed to be a leader though? Like, can you, can you picture yourself being a follower right now? There's people that I follow, but I don't invest but they, but they my set, time. But they set, the, they set the standard maybe that you follow to become your own leader. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm you saying? Take, you take that knowledge of like, oh, hey, I worked with, with Sully and like, oh, he taught me all these things. And like maybe one down the, day down the road, I'm like, oh, hey, so I want to start my own podcast. Like, I know you have this thing. And like, hey, yeah. can you help me get to this point? Because you gave me a lot of ideas to do this. But like, let's work mm-hmm. together you know, so I can be on my own and be my own leader. I I feel like there's a lot of people that like, you know, in my circumstance that it was like, yeah, people definitely wanted to like help me and, and, and grow and everything. But there was also, I think a couple people that wanted to, to fucking be the leader and like they are leaders and they can't take this, the back seat for the second. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even like I'm overbearing. It's not even like using them. Like I said, I paid for a lot of shit. I paid for everything. Like, it's not like, it's like, yo, you were getting my 20% this whole time. You were, you were, you know, I give gifts and, you know, sometimes I had a, I don't know, man, sometimes I got to sit back and really just look at the whole thing and just be like, yo, like some, you know, I, I don't know. It was, is, is there a motive for everything? Do people do a motive for everything? Is it, is it, is it genuine or is it an investment? And I don't know, man, like, you know, it's just fucking, it, it was a trying time for me because I was codependent. Like, you know how it feels, bro. Like, at these shows, you're an independent artist. You're a rapper. Mm-hmm. To walk in with five or six people that have your back, just to see, you know, it just, it looks good, one. And it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just the off straight looks and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, like, you're, you're walking with a squad. Everyone believes in you. Yeah. But it's all that turmoil inside that no one notices. And, and it was just like, bro, like, no one needs to be talking the contracts right fucking now, dude. Like... Mm-hmm. 
I, I feel like, you know, especially if I was bringing in the shows myself, you know what I mean? Like, I was getting high-quality shows, in my opinion, for where I'm at right now. And I can only see him getting higher. But it's like, yo, you didn't do that for me. What the fuck you need 20% for? This is when it gets serious now. We're going to Virginia to perform for an hour set opening up for Afro Man, who's another fucking, I guess, legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just... He's well known. You play, I'm sure you play Afro Man all the time on your fucking DJ set. Dude. <laughs> NOG of the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy, but it's it's um man. And, and, but by it, the way, life... social media has been horrible for that too. Mm-hmm. Seeing everyone seeing now who they've also latched on to. <laughs> Whatever. All the only account there's only one account you have to worry about. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and you're right. It is it is my fault to a t like to a certain degree. No, and and I'm not I'm not trying to tell you it's your fault for things that you didn't do. Right. It's just only for your fault for things you did do. I didn't allow anybody in my circle for my music except my producer, and he doesn't even come to the shows. Yeah. I pull up by myself. I would love to have people pull up. I'd love to have an entourage. Honestly, I don't fucking invite people, dude. Like, I probably have more of a thing of like, I don't even I don't even want to risk them not showing up. Yeah. That's, I don't even know. What would that do for you? Exactly. Yeah. Then I'm there, then I'm there hoping. Pissed off. And I, hope anything has never fucking worked for me. Mm-mm. So I don't hope, this is my, my thing, dude, is I'll delegate shit. I only delegated shit because I had to. And then I delegated shit and then I try to control it. And yeah. then I would go, no, 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 do it my way. Right? Yeah. It's not delegation. So, but that was my flaw. My flaw is being too so independent that I can't allow anybody to help me. And that's a flaw too, rather than bringing in six bodies. That's two different flaws. There's yeah. two different people. There's two different problems going on. Yeah. It's not, neither one of them is bad. Right. They both work, right? Like I show up, I did my set. You show up, you did your set. And honestly, having all those people helps the shit out of your set. And having that guy in the background with the mic, that guy's fucking killer, dude. Bro, you saw it at Stanhope. Dude, that guy's so good. I have no idea who the fuck he is, but... Jordan? Just saying, okay, Benny, he just says it right, dude. Right, yeah. yeah. No, man, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't want to get it twisted. Like, yeah. Jordan, Abe, and all those guys yeah. have been around me for a while, too, and they've been nothing but motivational. But th- then again, like, they're good friends of mine for years, mm-hmm. and we're also, I guess, I, I don't I don't know, it's, it's tough, like... When, I guess I don't know. We'll, we'll see when money gets involved. What happens? I, I I like to think with those two guys that it, nothing would fucking happen because they've been friends with me for way longer. So this than isn't guys everybody. Were. Not everybody. No. Mm-hmm. This is a subset of the people that help you out and that that, that really that were helping me out, like believe in the vision and that work with you. I, yeah, yeah support system, I guess. But you know, we lean on each other for like you know, uh, it, it's very, it's very it gets and, complicated. Yeah, I get it, it does. I get you know, it. what I'm saying like I guess like when you do look back on it, it's like you, you know like. They were like pushing me, but it wasn't like to like they weren't spending money pushing me. They weren't going like it was just like yo, like you should check this guy out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Your it's fucking it, grandma does that. You know? What yeah, I'm saying? that's whatever. what I'm saying. Or whatever. Bro. Like, like you know, I don't need to give twenty percent for support. I need twenty percent to a guy that's gonna book me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> and and I know people who I and and I, and I appreciate yeah. the support. I'll get I'll, I'll honestly you know they've always like they were always nice to me and everything. But mm-hmm. the thing is like. As far as like you know, like yo, you got it. Like you definitely have a sound. But like I said, man, like if you, like again, that's the difference between friends and business. I'd rather just fucking have business at that point. Yes. Like don't, we don't need to make it any more than that at that point. But that's exactly. Let's put it down. Let's bring in the fucking brass tacks. It's like, what do you need? 
I need twenty percent. And if can Can't you can you get me that? Yeah. Can you handle or, or D, just, can you handle yeah. DJing? DJing weddings? Can you handle videography? Can you handle this? Can you handle that? Can you handle opening a studio and then managing me on top of that? Mm-hmm. I am not one to be wasting fucking time here. No, dude. Not you, in my point need, in my career. Honestly, what you need is somebody who manages you and maybe two other artists who are at your level and that only manages artists. And that's tough, dude. I've talked, like I said, my manager hasn't called me in two years. She's not my fucking manager. No. Right? Um, I say that because I don't have a fucking manager, right? Like, she was never my manager. Right. Um, but I've had people who I've spoken with who go like, dude, I really like your sound. Like, I totally believe in it. Like, I have many people who believe in the vision, but ah, the timing's not right or there's always something, right? But you got to honor that. Yeah, and I got it. And the thing is, I'm not there to convince people. So if it doesn't happen naturally, then you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, then maybe is something up with me. Do I have to manage myself? Like, and I have had managers book artists on this podcast and I go like, wow, their relationship is so good. Like I can just like just publicly, whatever I'm seeing, like the way that they booked them on the podcast, the way that they reached out to me first, like it was incredible. I'm like, I want that. Can you yeah. manage me? Right. Those are the type of people that you need. But it's like, how do you go search for them? And then you feel like you're forcing it. And then do you ever see the after party? No. What is that? With Kyle. Have you? Kyle the rapper? Yeah. No. Dude, gotta watch it. Yeah? Okay. It's his, like, Kyle is, like, a graduating... Yo, can you pull that up? Was that on uh, Netflix? Yeah. Netflix? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have seen it? <laughs> Let's pull it up. Oh, dude, I have, an, it I have one for you, too. Uh, it was, like, what? During COVID, right? Nah, it was way before that. Before? Yeah. 2018? Maybe 2017, 2018. Is it... Do- what is it? A document? No, no. It's a fucking movie. Oh, a Netflix a movie. movie. Netflix movie. And... Dude, it captures everything that an independent art or an up and coming artist, independent artist is going through trying to get their name out there and signed. And Kyle's friend is his manager. Yeah. So like look at the middle picture right there. Like that's the one of the opening scenes right there where they're in a they're in a label. They're in like whatever, I guess you could say, like quote unquote universal trying to find a A and R. So he yeah, goes yeah. in the bathroom in that first scene and the guy's taking a shit. And he just starts rapping in the bathroom. And he, the guy comes out the stall and it wasn't the A&R. <laughs> and they were like, yeah. they were like, oh, yo, like, uh, look for so-and-so. So, like, the whole, this whole movie plays out. He's been apparently rapping for, like, years and years. Dropped mad mixtapes. Nothing never came out of it. And um, at the end of the movie, he goes to a fucking party, like, after a concert. It was, like, a French Montana concert. And he's, like, he finds his way into the after party with his boy and they get into a fight the whole time the the white dude on the left is pushing kyle he's like dude don't give up go don't give up and they're fucking button heads over everything they're fucking like hate like they're getting into fights and shit and at the after party he gets into a fight and kyle starts freestyling dissing the manager he's just going off on him crazy like some type of wild freestyle bro and um fast forward the next day uh it goes viral because someone pulled out a camera at the, at the party him freestyling it the next day like all these like people are calling him like the the AR that they were looking for finds it on the, on YouTube French Montana calls him all these artists are calling him to sign Kyle and it was just like bro like a, it was it was a good a feel good you know movie at the end of the day because he gets what he wants but like it just shows you like having your friend as a manager and what the fucking troubles could be like you know they're always like pushing you and they're you know I guess like you know not so much to this extent that I had a problem with with the money and shit but like 
Yeah, they they were button heads and shit, bro. I don't know. It's fucking. It's a good movie, bro. You should check it out, bro. For real. Uh, you watched it? You said? I did see it. Yeah. Yeah. Very really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I love shit like that. Do you? Are you familiar? Did, have you watched Mike Studd's documentary? Do you I know, haven't. Do you know Mike Studd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Mike. Just Mike. He's Mike now. now no with the period, right? Dude, couple songs that I like that I think are pretty catchy that I enjoy. I don't love his music. Documentary was on point, dude. Was so good, and it was like a pandemic like documentary of he literally flew to just house to house. Like he rented a house here, and then he rented a house there, and they would do mushrooms and get fucked up. Was he in the MLB? I don't know. I, I feel like know. he was a baseball player. That would make sense if he if he was uh, he. There's baseball related things in this documentary, and maybe I just didn't catch that. But is that true, Trent? Yeah. Trap, by the way, just Trett. no end. No, no, oh, Trap. Two T's at the end. Yeah. My bad. We're like an hour in. My bad. It's, <laughs> no, it's funny because no, it, even pe- people and then pe- people who don't know, they'll be like Trap, and the, and it's like just don't. They just do some in between like <laughs> like name. weird fucking syllables. It's so funny. Um, yeah, but I don't know anybody else named Trent. No, I've met I met a couple Trents, but better than Eugene, right? That was, that was the other. That was the, that was the other option, Trent. Uh, no, nah, but um, I'm only seeing him in high school. But like at the same time, there dude, might be he somebody, seems like he would fucking play baseball. Th- there's, uh, there might be somebody else on, oh, the, on the Blue no, no, Jays no. named in Mike Studd. His, in his documentary, maybe that guy's name oh, is it's Mike Studd. Marcus Stroman, Mike Studd. In the know. documentary, he has a professional baseball player who throws a baseball out of one of the places they're renting that's on the water. Fucking beautiful place. And he throws it as far as he can into the water. I just remember that one um, documentary. But this documentary was about him going from like... Yeah, that's a, him right there on the right. Dude, that is Mike Stud. Yeah, he's a Blue Jays. Yeah, he's wearing he's wearing the, the shirt. I think he might be like... Where are the Blue Jays out of? Do we know? Toronto. I don't know sports. Toronto Blue Jays. There you go. So maybe he's from Toronto? Do we know? I don't know if he's from Toronto. I feel like he might have... Like maybe he threw a first pitch. I think or he might. I don't know if he was an actual yeah, player. It, it didn't say he was a player, but a, a lot of Blue Jays pop up when he type in. No, right, but there's right a lot. There, yo, do I you, think he was on their farm system. Maybe. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. You, you know the you know the game is the game because of video games, right? What do you mean? The game was one of the best like Call of Duty players in the world. Oh really? That's why he's the game. Go look up the origin of the game. Let's fucking <laughs> Man, do this shit. Work for me, boy. JV on Taylor, right? You working a day, boy. <laughs> That's that JV on Taylor was game's real name, I think. Is it? I need Rick Ross's real name too. We had that. I tried it, I tried it before you. <laughs> what was it? William William um, Leonard something? No, yeah. really? Oh man, somebody Leonard, bullshitted like me that told he me was a. I heard he was a correctional's officer. He was a correct, but so he so Rick Ross. Do you know the real Rick Ross? He was the like. Bloods, Chris. biggest drug dealer of all time. Oh, he wasn't okay. in a gang. Got he was it. the biggest drug dealer of all time. Sold the most crack out of anybody ever in the entire existence of the entire world. He was making one hundred million dollars a week, <laughs> selling crack in Los Angeles. So it could have been twenty million a week, but holy shit, it was a lot. He, so, so his name's Rick Ross. His name's Freeway Rick Ross. Okay, one of my clients had him on his podcast. You can, I could probably get him on this podcast. Like he's a nice guy. He does a lot of press now and stuff. But he, reg, real rapper Rick Ross, Freeway Rick Ross sued rapper Rick Ross because rapper Rick Ross's name is not Rick Ross. Right. And he said, you took my likeness because mm-hmm. I am the biggest drug dealer of all time. Yeah. After he got out of his prison, he sued him. That's him right there? Oh, yeah. That's Freeway Ricky, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so, and, and, and he sued him, but Freeway Rick Ross lost the lawsuit, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> 
I don't think they. I didn't think. Yeah, dude, you really were, dude. You Tret's Tret. I changed the setup on Tret, and it's actually it's honestly better. I don't know. I think it's better now. Yeah, yeah, it is better. It's better. It's, it's better. not if perfect. I, if I'm looking at it the whole time, it's better. But it's just like I got like fucking dude, monkey arm swing this shit around. He's doing like, a tricep extension just to make this podcast happen, <laughs> no, just so like, people know who he's we're doing, listening. He's killing this shit. And by the way, if you're listening on audio, like you know what's going on on the video version. There, we're we're going crazy. We go crazy. But, uh, hey, what was the other thing you want me to look up? Mer- meritocracy. Oh wow! Oh, that is yeah. true. Yeah, that's wow. Okay. No, the other thing you just said it before, and 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 then you said Rick Ross' real name. Mm, that I forget. Damn, I'm supposed to be good at this. Oh, the games' real name. Oh, the, the games' game. real name. Oh. No, the oh, games. The games come the up. Game. The games' origin yeah. story, and then merit <laughs> meritocracy. <laughs> that just, okay, that just popped up. Meritocracy, uh, government, or the holding of power by people selected on the basis of their ability. Yes. So an idea, meritocracy, would mean. Your the ability of your ideas to succeed that's the der- determining factor. Mm. So everything and I try to do this in my business. I tell my guys, I say, guys, I'm not the person with the best ideas. I'm just the person in charge. So if you have a better idea than I have, then we'll go with your idea. Right. Right. right, right like right. so. That's what I that w- that was the point of that. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, like that. Like you have to be like that. You got to be open. To shit, you know. What I'm it's saying? hard to lead, dude. I had a thing where it was like our website, right? We were like up in arms about the website, right? Like opinions here, opinions there, and I had to like figure out a way to like plan it out to navigate it between the personalities, and like these are my friends, dude. The people that work for me, just to give you context, is my one of my best friends from high school, and my college roommate, and then to a, a few other people who I didn't grow up with or anything, or I didn't spend a lot of time with. But the people that I work the closest with are people who I'm extremely close with in life. So when you talk about business and life and mix, like it couldn't be more mixed than yeah. the way that I have it. And and it's a massive benefit. Right. 90% of the time, the 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 bad the the things that go wrong can go ro- pretty wrong, right? Like in terms of it's very easy to feel like somebody who you care so much about is doing something to you, right? It's a lot of expectation. You know, if you guys have that shit, that commu- that uh, relationship, mm-hmm. and it's like, you're expecting them to come through. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They're expecting me to come through. And, you, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, yes, I, I, you know, it's different experiences. Like, you know, you've known these guys for way longer than I knew my people for. Mm-hmm. But dude, like, it just gets too dicey sometimes, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and... I'm not trying to say anything like, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to differentiate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. is the guy at the, the corner store, is he your friend or is he the, the cashier? Yeah. Yo, man, I need a, a fucking black and mild. All right. You know, it gives but, it to you. But, you're paying him for yeah. the fucking service. But then there's some. And you're paying, you're doing that shit, bro. It's like, that's not like, yeah, it, it's a very fine line. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's. I'm just trying to all figure it out because now I'm like kind of conflicted with it because I have really good friends that I don't do anything with at all. I'm just fucking freely friends with them. It's a free relationship. I don't expect anything out of them as far as like business wise. They don't vice versa. They they expect me to be a good There's friend. There's people and, that you would not work, just wouldn't work with. Never. Yep. Never. Because I don't, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. And, and uh, one of my friends, classic example, he's been on the podcast, my friend Chris Miller. Okay. We would go over to his house and we would help his help him do things around his farm. You know, we would weed whack. We would do certain jobs like his dad would give him money to give to us. 
And then he would determine how much money we would get, which is fucking bullshit, right? <laughs> Fuck you. So we always knew that he was fucked in the head. Like, you're, this is fucked. Like, there's no other way I can put it. And, but that was him, dude. Like, I'm not mad at him. It's just like, it was funny almost how much he was about, like, dude, no, you owe me, you owed me 10 bucks from four weeks ago type of thing. Like, I paid for this three months ago. Give me, give me the 10 bucks or yeah. whatever it is, right? Um, but at least that, that that's what you expect out of him now. Dude, you expect him to be I, like the way that I is. I fucking love him. He's my best friend. But you just know what it is, what it's about sometimes. I'm not mad. Yeah. And you know, it's, when you're going out, you better just be like, yo, he's not going to buy me a drink. Exactly. And I know when I'm working with, dude, 100%. But I know that I could work with him in the future and I could say, this is how much you get. And that's it. There's no other questions asked from right. the beginning, right? And it's like my one, another one of my friends. If I if I pay him at the end of the month, or if I pay him four weeks late, or three weeks late, he does not care, dude. He does not care. Like it doesn't matter to him. My other friends, like, can I get it? Can I get the money early? Yes, both are fine. Yeah, I don't care. Right. But it the, everybody works diff on that different basis on right. a different level yeah and but now here's the thing yeah. though with that too though is like you know i've been in that situation where it's like do you want to be liked by everybody or do you want to be like just like about your shit too because i've been in situations where like i've been paid late real late and i need it mm -hmm. and i don't want to come at someone crazy for money because then you seem like you know but once you let it happen once they see that and they let it happen again and it happens again and it's getting happen. you know what I'm saying like you know you got to find like the fine line and like you know I'm sure you don't not pay this guy on purpose for being late but like I've been in certain situations where like you know I've definitely like let shit slide and it keeps sliding mm -hmm. and then that's my fault too I got to be responsible for letting it sliding yes yeah, yeah, no, if he wanted to, he would tell me, hey, I got to get paid on this day every month guaranteed. Right. And then I would pay that. Yeah. I don't fuck around. Right. Like, I just go off of you. And at the thing is, I don't have employees. I have contractors. It Technically, if you have a 1099 contractor for you, technically, if you hire a videographer, you technically can't tell them when to show up or anything to do. They can just agree to the work, and then they do it at their leisure. That's actually the law. Like, you, if somebody's not employed by you, on a con like in terms of a, a W-2 or a W-4 job, right. you cannot tell them when to show up, when to do the work, what to do. That's just the law. That's, but, but does that go to the happens. same thing for payments, though? This is where it gets technical. Right. This is where you need people who understand accounting and more yeah, right. of the law. I don't know it past that point, but I just know the difference between W two, a W four, a ten ninety nine. Right. You know, because I'm a ten ninety nine person and a W I have a W two job and a and a ten ninety nine job. My W two job's part time, my ten ninety nine is full time. Right. You know, so like I've figured out like payments and percentages and taxes and all that like that I understand, but I don't really understand the law that well. I'm just not well versed. But yeah, I just know for a fact, like if a there's a thing of there's a place where if somebody if a freelancer fucks you over there's sometimes almost there's nothing you can do unless you have the contract because the contract supersedes but like you said then what are we going to do then what are we going to sue somebody over four hundred dollars are we yeah. going to sue them over eight hundred dollars or a thousand bucks when's worth it to sue so but think about it on tv they have small claims court things of 500 bucks 800 bucks 
People are suing over small amounts. Yeah, of course. So it's 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 one of those things where is it worth your time? And it, it, it's it's way it ends up being a way bigger obligation than you want. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's just not worth it. Sometimes you know it's just better to kind of depending on the situation. But you know, not gonna say for this for everybody, but. Yeah, like you said, like, what am I going to go to fucking small claims court for 400 bucks, man? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I'll take my loss and be like, that guy's just a fucking asshole. It sucks that sometimes, <laughs> like, you, dude, sometimes you have to spend money to know if people, oh, which yeah, people dude. will fuck you. I, I've gotten run off on before. Dude, I, I got fucked for five Gs, bro. That's fucked up. Yeah, I got I, fu- I would, don't know how you're even functioning from that. Oh, no, like, <laughs> I, it, so the whole thing was five grand, like the entirety of it. I spent, like, Probably three thousand dollars on Facebook ads. I at one time mm, over the course of like six months, I spent about two to three thousand in pay, in payment to the person who ran them, and I made zip zero zilch nada no money. I got three leads that never fucking called me back, and I spent six five to six. Four to six thousand yeah. dollars that went in the hole. You know what I'm never doing again? Hiring a random person who doesn't work for a company God. with no fucking contract. Whose fault was it? Yours. Mine. You gotta be responsible and you also gotta do your research. People wanna think that people are just out there fucking them over. It's like, like I said from the beginning of this conver- whole conversation, it's like it's it really sucks that we gotta be like, Well, you fucked up, Benny, or well, you fucked up, Sully. Like, but it is, dude. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Is that how it goes? Yeah, not the way George Bush said it, said it, but <laughs> in that J. Cole song. Is that is that what, what, is that what, the, what, the term? What, fool me what? once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on no no sorry. Fame, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Because yeah. you keep going back to the same bullshit. Yeah. And I've done that before because I give people the benefit of the doubt. Fool 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 uh fool, fool me you fool me once you won't get fooled again. <laughs> Quoting yeah, no. George Bush, dude, and that you know the best it. president of all time, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now watch this drive. <laughs> he got a book now thrown at him. Now watch this drive. He got a book thrown at him, right? Or some shit or shoes? Shoes. shoes. Wait, yeah. what was before the now watch this drive? It was. He's like Al Qaeda. They're out there. We're gonna find them and we're gonna get them. And then he's like, now watch this drive. Now watch this drive. My guy's on the golf course. Dude, yo, they talk about Trump. It's like, you didn't live through Bush, son. Like, you didn't know the Bush. Like, we didn't really know because we were a little too young. But, like. Social media wasn't around then. Social media was around. Media was different. Dude, George Bush, man, watch this drive. Show. He was doing that shit without like any edits. Like he was just being himself. No, my guy. There was no video. That was one of the first videos of a president fucking off, yeah. dude. And he was around. also, you know, nine, you know, the nine eleven, you know, president. So mm-hmm. yeah. like all the pay, you know, patriotism that came out of that, you know, he kind of rode that wave, helped him get to his second term. Honestly. Yeah. yeah no, he was. Uh, dude, if Trump had nine eleven, he would have had a second term. That's what I'm realizing now. Yeah. If he had a catastrophe that he saved. He never really saved anything. Well, I mean, you could kind of you could kind of say maybe COVID would have been that, but I don't even know what the fuck was going no, on. No, but I'm saying point. if he would have actually taken the, I think whatever George Bush just had people advising and telling, and he like listened to what they said and stuff. Yeah. Like George Bush actually wasn't that stupid. Like he had an element of intelligence to him uh-huh. that like that Trump had too much arrogance to overcome. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He didn't listen to shit. Trump was the person who would he wanted the smart people to tell him stuff, and then he wouldn't. Listen to it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, was, he was just like fucking. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Go fuck off. Yeah, yeah. he's doing it. <laughs> But then he'd tell everybody, dude, 
<laughs> and then he'd tell everybody that he that we it was the, his idea. We have the best. We have the best people around. We have the best. You you've never seen. You've never That's seen. That's a good. Yo, the best people. You guys got some good impressions. I swear to God. <laughs> no, nah, but going back to what you were saying right now, like hiring random people, like dude, mm-hmm. like I'm sure you've seen like these fucking um, services that are like run and backed by studios that are gonna like their artists quote-unquote management or like you know artist services that help people take off or what this and that and it's like i'm always curious i've always been like you know i've went to one of them before i'm not going to say who it was but they were like yo if you pay x amount of dollars per month this is your package and it's like yo what am i getting from that am i getting likes follows am i getting fucking money from it because you're you're asking me to spend a good amount of money per month to promote me and like I've never heard of anyone that really has done much from it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who am I? What's, what's the benefit from it? Mm-hmm. I don't want to bot. I don't want. That's, and this is why part of the reason why I'm trying to stay completely organic and not like fucking, you know, I'll do ads and shit. And that's organic, in my opinion, because you're paying for, you know, whatever. Don't but, ask telemarketer that. But yeah, but I mean, yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, I was offered one to recently to I was offered to do that recently to meet with a whole artist services. And I'm just like, you know, I, I know what this is kind of about already. Like, you're going to ask me to to pay a certain amount of money. You're going to give me all these followers, comments and this and that and just make my my page look pretty. And what's that? What's going to come from it? I have one one guy um, that wasn't part of these like artist studio services or whatnot. He came to me and he was like, he DM me. He goes, I'm not going to lie, bro. Um, if you sign up with our services, yes, like 60 or 70% of them are going to be bots. But what that does is put you on the algorithm higher up and the explore page. And then real people will come to it because of the attraction you're getting through the bots. I guess that works, man. But at the same time, like, I just can't go from like what I have now to like, you know, uh, 50,000 followers tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm really grinding out and doing it the way I want to do it. One and two, like I'm. I'm retaining shit from it. You know what I'm saying? I retain, I see a difference when I do the shows and I go out or when I'm handing business cards out in Morristown on a Friday night or down in New Brunswick at Rutgers. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've done that a few times and I, I definitely saw some shit come out of it. Not, you know, astronomical numbers or anything, but, you know, it's just fucking, I don't know, man. You never know who you're signing up with. Like you said, like you, you spent mad money on Facebook ads and got zero out of it. That fucking sucks, bro. I don't want to do that shit. What am I? That's like another fucking payment that's out of my hands. I'm relying on someone else now. And who the fuck knows if it's real? You know what I could do with that 6K now, bro? It's like I could just quadruple it probably. For sure. But I worked for a company who sold those followers. And that was my first sales job other than selling cars, like just selling my own cars and other people's cars. But not like a dealership. Other than that, I sold Instagram growth to people. And the reason why I sold no Instagram growth was that I didn't fucking believe it, dude. Like, I'm like, you can't sell fake fans. Like it just, it doesn't, if you, it's not about the number. It's about the reason they're there. Right. It's not about having 400 people at your show who hate you. Fuck that show. Yeah. Like, that show is the worst show you've ever done. Right. Because they all think you suck and they hate you. 
Right. So it's not about quantity. We can all agree on that. And also, if you want to get into the technical details, I talked to a guy a couple months ago who also sells these things. Now, once you are a car salesman, you understand stand car salesman. Once you sell insurance, you understand insurance salesman. You start, you know their game, right? So I said to this guy, I said, "Yeah, man, you're selling this thing that gets you more notoriety because you have more followers." I'm not denying your reason, but the fact of the matter is that my engagement number is going to go down because a percentage of a bigger percentage of my followers don't care about what I'm doing, nor are they active. Right. And in my world, I live in podcast world, right? This is my world. This is what I do this is what I teach people how to do in a sponsorship scenario. My engagement on my Instagram is larger than anybody that most people know. It's over 30%. That means over one third of my followers are active on a weekly basis. Wow. Right? That's good. Which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is really pretty good. good. Yeah. Which is pretty I don't have a lot of followers. Right. But I have but those that are active, I have over a thousand people active out of twenty seven hundred people, right? That number is more that means that there's people who are going to engage in my content rather than if you have fifty thousand followers and only point five percent of them are, are engaging, active. I have more followers technically. Right. Right? So Let's look at the numbers that matter, not the numbers that don't matter. Right. You know? And that's what what you were saying before with the Spotify numbers of the monthly listeners and stuff where it's like I've done shows or open mics where like you've got someone that has like 45,000 monthly listeners and here I am sharing the stage with you and I'm at a, a straight up organic 200. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take that shit. I don't give a fuck, man. You know what I'm saying? But like, in that that, word, that, that yes. 200 people, yeah. that 201 people that I have currently today. That's some real shit. That's all real shit. That's someone playing my shit every day. Yep. I don't know what. That's f- me. I'm in there. Yeah. Thank you. I'm number one sixty four. Thank. I appreciate that. But yeah. I'm just saying, it's like I've, you know, I've shared the stage with with people like that, and it's just like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, I, I don't know, dude. It, that doesn't sit right with me. How do you mm-hmm. look yourself in the mirror knowing like you just you, you got, I don't know, your your bot is playing your shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't. I can't fuck with it. You know, like. More power to you. I, I, at the end of the day, I think you have to play the game to a certain extent. Like, this is the industry that we're in. We have to definitely do some things, I guess, like, out of our realm. Yeah, fake it till you make it. Right, fake it till you make fake it. it like, I guess, bro, it, but it's it. like, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I can't. It's sad, but that's the world we live in now. Like, you know, you just got to. <laughs> Am I tripping for thinking that? It's a perception yeah. thing. No, right? It's, yeah. No, not at all. And I'm sure, like, the celebrities do it, too, bro. Everyone probably does it at some point, maybe. I don't know. But, like, right now, it's just, like, I'm proud of how I'm orchestrating this and how I'm, like, putting it together and, like, real people are tuning in. It's not just, like, friends of mine. Like, I don't even think a lot of my friends really have even Spotify to listen to it on. Dude, me too. <laughs> the people in my comments, most of them, I honestly don't really know that much. Like, I don't really personally even know them, and they're, like, hardcore fans you know and I fucking love them you know what I'm saying it's like I fucking care about you man like I care about my friends in a different way they don't do business with me they don't need to like that was my always my thing every time somebody says that you should support your friend because they're an artist or your friend because they're a business and it only takes it doesn't cost you any money what if their music sucks to you don't fucking support them The only people that should be supporting anything are the people that use that thing. 
yeah. and the people that love that thing because those are the people who are supporting for real. I don't want to support you because I know you. Yeah. I really don't because there should be people. If there's not, go get them. Yeah. But I think that those people should support you who really listen to the music, those 200 people or your X amount of Instagram followers who actually engage with you. Dude, I've, I come from friend a friend group, again, separate from music and business, you know, not doing anything that together, that are very critical and they criticize a lot of things like in general. And dude, I remember I showed like one of my boys like hard work right at the beginning when I first started. And he was like, bro, I want to fucking hate this so bad right now. He told me that he's like, I want to fucking not like this because it's you. But like it just he was like, this is good. Like, I like this shit. And it, it was just like, you know, it was a cool thing, man. I don't know. Like they'll tell me when I when it's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, I have friends be like, yo, man, that didn't that didn't work. You know, or that shit's not hitting. That's not hitting right. I would need that, bro. I'd rather someone say that than be like, "Yo, whatever." Like, or just support me, just support me, bro. I, I need that shit. You know what I mean? My my friends are fun. My friends are funny, man. They they support me. They don't necessarily support like Sully Bop brand, but they support me. So they support the song. Like, if I have a song, they'll be like, "That's cool," but like they support me as a person. Like they support. Benjamin, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they yeah, would support yeah. Ryan Sullivan. Right. Which is my name. Like they support me. So I think they would have told you or me by now you should maybe not do this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well there's that. It's like well the thing <laughs> is the thing is, Benny, you realize this. When you're the one it just pops down. When you're the one in the friend group who is the rapper, like you're the rapper. Now, if you're one of two rappers in the friend group and the other one is really, t- you know, taken off, then that's going to make you think, like, am I really the rapper? But, like, dude, in my friend group, there was two rappers. One of them kept making music, and that's me. And there's no disrespect to my friend, who Justin, who literally got me into this. He just doesn't really make music, which is completely fine. But I'm the person like I am the one in if you're gonna look at that group I am the one who does this stuff online who talks to Rob Deerdeck who you know oh, yeah, that was dope whatever raps all that stuff and I'm I really like I genuinely it sucks because I literally am describing experiences on my life and it people might think that I'm saying it as a flex like I'm really just describing experience of my own that's life. how it comes off I know it, yeah. it comes off like that bro yeah but the thing you know is what like I'm dude I honestly and I they don't know what you're capable of when they hear yeah. it. They think that you're making it up. That's a bar. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. I, said that, I just took that from one of the things I'm working on right now. Like it's fire, dude. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you're they the don't rapper. know. They don't know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. And then when you do it and you're talking about it, like they think you're making it up, or like you know, you ever you ever get that vibe where like you're talking to somebody and they like you feel like they're not believing what you're saying? Uh, oh, dude. They, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The it's thing like, is, you don't know me. You don't yeah. know what the fuck I, I've done. You don't know what the, you don't know that I worked for five years. And never played high school football, but got to try out with the Giants and the Jets and the Niners. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't. No one knows. But when I, I tell when I that. tell people that shit, they're probably like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, Dude, exactly. Nobody <laughs> nobody knows my first, my second podcast ever was working with straight like A and B list celebrities, like where I should not have even been in the fucking room type right. of shit. Like that's just. And I never talk. Like I don't really talk about it. Like I, it was just an experience in my life. And I had Gary Busey asking me if. I produce podcasts or I produce babies. And that was a joke. 
that he said. And it's the <laughs> dude, it's so and if you watch, by the way, just to plug, if you listen or watch the shit show, which is a me and Trent and I's podcast that we do um every once in a while, you'll hear Gary Busey. That's not pulled from fucking YouTube. That's pulled from my own podcast with him. That's probably not even legal for me to include. But hey, who gives a fuck? <laughs> but anyway, fuck that shit. Do that's that. what I'm Put saying. That on there. Shit was dope. I talked to fucking Gary Busey like he was cool as shit. But I'm saying also, bro, like the Rob Deerdick thing. Yeah, the Rob Deerdick. Like, yeah. bro, like if you went into like a bar and just like started a conversation with someone you didn't know and you're like, yeah, I run a podcast and Rob Deerdick was on it. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they might be like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, like yeah. me, like, let me, I got to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. you could show them. Yes, 100% I could show them. And the thing is, like, that you know, I, you know, Rob Deerdick, by the way, my, my, uh, my best friend's dad is good friends with him. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, next time, if listen, I'm I'm in the DMs, right? I don't I don't hit Rob like I can hit Rob up. Yeah, like I have the ability to, but I don't obviously because I'm gonna if I ever hit him with anything, it's gonna be very strategic. Right. But if I talk to him again, which I'll probably talk to him again at some point. Yeah. In life, who knows? Yeah. I'll, I'll let him know, man. That's really cool. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. They, they, they did like a whole business ordeal together. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, he does so much. He does a lot. You have, he's actually a perfect example of this. He is somebody who does so much that nobody knows about. Yeah. Nobody has, people think that, people think that Rob Deerdick is a TV personality when he's really a skateboarder turned entrepreneur turned TV personality turned production company owner turned sold the production company to the company who he was doing the deal with on TV to get to make a deal with his own company to work for that company to then sign a deal with a podcast company to do the podcast for 300 episodes I'm talking the shit is fucking deep and, and then he forgot he's a fucking professional skateboarder <laughs> at the end of the day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, it's it's amazing. It's honestly amazing. He's a yo. He is. When you think about it, bro, a, a fucking amazing person. At the end of the day, I don't know him, bro, but like, he's been around for a long time, making it, dude, and giving <laughs> back. Making it. He giving talked back to, to me, bro. Oh, yeah. He talked to me after I sent him a seven minute video. Did I did I make a good video? Hell yeah, son. But. He talks to me like he doesn't have to talk to us. He doesn't have to talk to people that send him videos, but that's what he does. Like you want to talk to you want to anybody with a 50 to 100 million dollar net worth who's literally asking random people to send in videos to talk to him is a different type of human being. Easy. Yeah. Like it's just a different level. Off topic. I know this is this is weird. I have a good friend that every single time he gets drunk, he always cusses out robbed your deck he, he just like he just goes off about it. i'm like bro what are you talking about he does so much for the community like he's a good guy like what did he do to you like get the fuck out of here yeah i don't know he's like He's just jealous, that, I think. Yeah, I don't know about that. He, he, that's not backed by any stats. That's not backed by any real, oh actual, real-world no, no, experience. No, no, no. The but thing is, too, man, like, he's got, that's, like, that's crazy, ridiculousness, dude. and then, like, you also have deliciousness now, too. Yeah, and yeah. ridiculousness, let's just get real about ridiculousness. Fucking great show. Ridiculousness is America's Funniest Home Videos. Rob says this to this day, that ridiculousness, he just looked at American fu- America's Funniest Home Videos and go... I can make a cool version of that. Yeah. And then he did it. You can't tell me that he didn't do it, guys. There's only so much you can nah, do on he television. Did, he did that shit, bro. He did that shit. And and that, to wrap that thought up, though, that is a testament of somebody that literally is on the world stage who you don't actually know what they do or how impactful they are, right? So imagine you. You're only young Benny, dude. People definitely don't know what you're doing. No. And, dude, I... 
I value these conversations so much, man. Um, and it's just to be able to sit down with somebody who's in these positions, which I think um, there's a lot that comes out of it, right? Like it's not just the the people watching and listening is like, I can't. I can't even fathom that people watch and listen to it. You know, really, still to this day, right? Four. I years can't later. fathom people listen to my music every day. Yeah. However many years later, right? Yeah. And that's a, that's an amazing thing, just in itself, because you'll never know what they're thinking, right? You'll never know they're getting something out of your song that you'll never be able to get out of your song. You know, maybe out of this podcast that I'll never be able to get. I don't know. And this is something really profound that Joe Rogan said that he'd never said before, because I've watched all of his episodes, almost not all of them, but a lot of episodes. He said, which I think is really interesting. And this goes for all of us in this room. You I don't he said, I don't know the world with the Joe Rogan experience because I'm Joe Rogan. Right. Like, I don't know the world with young Benny because I'm young Benny. Right. So you don't know what it's like to be me listening to your music in the car because you're young Benny. And I don't know what it's like to be me on this podcast because I'm me. So I don't know what it's like to have Bobcast be in the world because I'm Tread and you, we're all part of this, right? It sounds different for him too for, for when he hears you talk. for you. You know what I'm saying? He's probably like, this guy's fucking going to be a big fucking... You know, podcast one day for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I don't think he would be here if it wasn't the case. Yeah, dude. But and 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 that's crazy for me to f- believe. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like I'm just some fucking guy in the garage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm but just hey, some, I'm some just some the, guy in my car rapping. Some of the best <laughs> things in the world were created in the car and the fucking garage or in the shower, dude. I think those are the top three in terms Showers of ideas. Showers are creative. Fuck. Showers a yeah. great idea. Benny, dude, at the end of these episodes, we always do it, man, and I want to, I want to do it this time too. What, what, what do you see on the horizon? You're, you're super independent, dude. I think you're even more independent now. I think that, um, I think at the same time, you've went through a lot to be able to now know exactly what you need in a team. Yeah, you know? no, that's that's uh, probably the biggest lesson I've learned uh, through this whole thing and from the last time I've been here. And I know you said that we asked that at the beginning of the show, but I think that. Uh, yeah, I've learned so much of what I need to look for and what I need to look out for at the same time. And, you know, I feel like for what's on the horizon for me, man, is this really how far I'm going to take it. You know, I get kind of, you know, I, I I pride myself on being the best every time I walk in the room. And, um, you know, I feel like I could take it as far as I really fucking want to, man. I got a lot of shit lined up. Um, got a show this weekend, you know, through Concert Crave. I'm opening for P&B Rock down in Asbury Lanes. So... You know, I just did a graduation party uh, for Paulie. Shout out, Paulie. Thank you for doing that for me or asking me to do it. Um, yeah, man, I just feel like I got to put myself more in the mix. You know what I'm saying? I think I need, I, I got to have a little, find that confidence and find that, like, you know, I am who I say I am. You know what I'm saying? With Through the music and then make myself believe it. And, you know, that's just what it comes down to. I'm, I'm going to take it as far as I, I need to and as far as I want to. I just need to keep my mind focused and not let all this bullshit distract me. Thanks for doing this today. Thank you for having me. It's always Anytime, a pleasure. Man. Anytime. I Hell love yeah. having you on the podcast, man. I think uh, just a quick note is uh, I think everybody in this room believes in everybody in this room, you know? Yeah. And that's where we can start, right? And uh, we don't, we might not know what everybody else is thinking, but 
there's that, right? And um, man, having you as a friend, really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Like thank I you. said, just found you at a Mad Minds one day. That was literally how this started. <laughs> Hell yeah, and man. And we we don't like we literally do the podcast. That's our thing, man. And that's when we come back and connect. Bro, I'm gonna pull up one day in like a fucking Bentley to your mansion to do this shit. Bro, you're gonna fly in first <laughs> class. I'm talking. I'm serious. Yeah. If you want, if you decide to stay here. There's gonna be like more multiple extensions. I'll actually tell you something. I'm I'm moving, man. Oh really? I'm planning on moving to Texas. For real? Mm-hmm. So, well then I gotta fly in then. Benny, you're gonna be flying in the next podcast. Bro. Hell yeah. In the studio. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell so yeah, wait, man. things are happening. Congrats. Um this is when like is the that? second time I've said it publicly. Um during the summer, like by the end of the summer. By the end this of this year. Mm-hmm. My guy. That's the plan right now. I in the uh, the week after next, I'm going to apartment hunting. So Hell yeah, I'm man. looking at places what and part? stuff like that, uh, like Dallas, Fort Dallas. Worth area. Oh yeah, man, you could do, you're gonna fucking mm-hmm. you going to? No, Trent's <laughs> staying, dude. Trent's staying. No, I didn't ask him to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you guys got to move as a unit, yo. Dude, I know, and and um, dude, it's fun. I run my business virtually. This is the only thing I do in person, which which Trent, which is fucking amazing, dude. Which I love doing. And, and by the way, like. To give you context, he donates his time to this. Like he has donated time, he's donated money, he's donated any energy, everything. He works a not he works a full job, and then comes here and does this. So, man, I don't know. I'm gonna start getting emotional. So, but really, you know, it's real when that yeah. shit happens for real, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, you've been, you've been yeah, man, great, bro. Because the thing is, you manifested that. You manifested Tret being here from last year. You remember you were last like, I'm going to have a fucking goddamn... On the podcast, Tret, you had already messaged me, and I didn't make that decision yet. And then literally probably two days after I had Benny on, I hit you up, and I was like, let's do this thing. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's it's it, crazy to see it, like, both growing, too, at the same rate. Look at the, you, had, you didn't have that shit last year, bro. You got a whole little fucking... We got an entire setup. Uh, you got like yeah. a whole Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm pushing a Bezos. Uh, Intel remote. shit yeah, right, right there, right. bro. <laughs> Control center. Bill, Bill Gates in the garage, baby. I'm out here making technology happen. <laughs> nah, man. But Ron, thank you so much for being here, my yo, man. Yeah, for real, man. By the way, yeah, me and Ron, man, like, you know, I don't. Well, this is the second time we're really meeting, and we met at a show, bro. And it's like, you know, he's a, he's good vibes for sure, man. You know, producer and everything. So. No, I'm glad. I'm glad he. Should, I'm glad he came out. That's why people would drive out for me like this far, man. One thousand percent. You know what I mean. Benny, thank you so much for doing this, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Thank Appreciate you. everybody in this room. Hell yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. That is it for us today here with Young Benny. Uh, yeah. And before we dip out, man, where can people find you? One Young Benny, right? One Young Benny on Instagram, on Spotify, Young Benny on YouTube, Young Benny. Don't click the guy from South Africa because that's not me. Um, I gotta get rid of him. Uh, We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, he's only one. He has only one video, I think. So, you know, you'll you'll see me. You you know what it is, man. It's only a matter of time till I'm the only one up there, anyway. That's it, man. That's where you find him. All the links in the show notes and descriptions wherever you're listening or watching right now. And as you know, I said it say it every time, and I'll say it again. We are on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you on the next one. Holy shit, let me turn this AC.
Hey guys, it's Sully. I've been running this podcast for three and a half years now. I've interviewed over 80 people on the show in person and virtually. Um, It does take a team to run this. We have four people working on this on a weekly basis. The only thing I ask of you is if you could please follow or subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. So whatever that is, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, whatever that is, please do subscribe and follow on those platforms. What that does is it will automatically download the episode for you on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and the other platforms as well. It will notify you when the episodes come out. So we release every single Monday. So just so you know, 6 a.m. on Monday, every Monday, every week, no stopping, guaranteed. So if you could just follow us or subscribe on those platforms, that would mean the world to us so we can keep this podcast going, grow the audience so we can have better guests, better content for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening and hearing me out here at the end of this episode. I will see you on the next one. All right, peace.